Alright, so welcome to the first episode of Reagan's Rumble. Today we are going to be looking at Alison Bechdel's graphic memoir, Fun Home. Which, if you are unaware, it's more of an autobiography approach to her life. Exploring her family life, but more importantly, not just the theme of family, but the theme of sexuality and identity. More so expression and suppression. So, I'm joined by my fellow classmate, Yarlise, and we are just going to talk about this topic and talk about how this all comes together in her novel. So I think even from the beginning of the book, Yarlis, I don't know if you would agree with this, but we see the suppression of her identity pretty young because she's like her father's doll in a sense, where it's like Bruce wants her to dress up a certain way and she's like, no, I want to be able to express myself, but he's kind of under the impression this is my house, this is my rules. If you're living here, you're going to do what I want you to do. I want you to be dressed up. I want you to have the perfect hair, the perfect clothes. I just want you to be my dress-up doll. Yes, Regan, I completely agree. And you can even see that in the scene where he's like freaking out over the bow in her hair. Right, when they got after she was playing basketball and the yes. barrette fell out and he's like, you need to keep this in and he threatened mm -hmm. to beat her. Yeah. You see that it's really important to him that his daughter looks the best. But then it's like, why does she have to look that way? It's interesting that he cares so much about her appearance when it's, you know, it's her appearance. It's not him, it's her. And I think what's interesting about that is they kind of express their own identities through each other. So Allison wanted her dad to be more masculine. And I feel like she felt like she had to make up for it in effect. So she went out of her way. She was more tomboyish. Um, and her father wanted to express his femininity through his daughter. So he was always dressing her up in these clothes that I'm sure he wished he could have worn. So we just see him living through Allison because it's the life that he wanted to live and he didn't get a chance to live because we see in the book that Allison finds a photo of her father dressed up in a woman's bathing suit and she's not sure. She's like, is this a fraternity prank? Is this something he's doing intentionally? And we find out that later in the car towards the end of the novel that Allison and her father are talking about how when she was younger, she liked to dress up as a boy and her father makes the point, well, when I was younger, I liked to dress up as a girl. And they don't really go anywhere from there. They just kind of leave it. It was like they had this moment of recognition, but it didn't go anywhere else. And I think one of the most pivotal scenes that is imperative to Allison coming to terms with her identity would be the diner scene, where she sees a butch woman for the first time and she kind of gets that representation, which is so important, not only for this case, but I think in all cases, like children need to see themselves being represented. And her father was horrified. He was like, you want to look like that? And she says, no, I don't want to look like that. But her eyes are huge. You can tell she's enthralled by this woman. And she had no idea that she could look like that. And she was allowed to express herself like that. So Allison comes to that term at her childhood. She's like, I want to look like that. That's something that I never knew I could look like. But it's not until early into her adulthood that we really see her start to transition. She goes to college and she realizes who she is. And she comes out to her parents. She writes a simple, you know, she writes a letter on her uh, typewriter. She says, I'm a lesbian. And her father is okay with it. He's like, it's healthy to experiment. Um, you know, you have to go out there. Where her mother is more so... I can't believe this, like, I don't think this is true, I think you're going through a phase, and it's, it's interesting, because we're like, does Bruce think it's okay, because he identifies as a gay man, or a bisexual man, because we're not really sure what Bruce identifies as, because he never, it's never clearly stated, and is her mother upset, because she had a liveless life hiding Bruce's identity, all of his affairs, the fact that he was a pedophile, so we don't know, is she upset, does she think her daughter's heading down the same path, we're not sure. 
So we talk about college. We talk about the fact that she comes out in college. She is more confident with herself. She's having more experiences. You know, she goes to the library. She takes out all these books. She reads up on it. And I think it's really interesting because I think even today, college is such an important part of someone's identity. I feel like so many people really come to terms with who they are when they're in college. I think it's more they have more freedom of expression. They're free to be themselves. They're on their own, really. So there's no one to stop them. There's no one saying, you can't do that. You can't dress like that. You can you can be yourself. And I think that's wonderful. I think that... Yeah, I mean, for most of the people who do go to college and they do dorm and they live the you know usual college experience, mm-hmm. I think it's the first time... Many of us have even been away from home, away right. from our parents. And I think that that's when you realize who you are. Right. And you start coming to terms with it. Or you even realize that you weren't even who you thought you were. Exactly. It's just such like, you can be, really, you come to a new place, you don't know any of these people. You can be whoever you want to be. No you one knows can. anything about you. And I think that's a wonderful part. And I think that was really good for Bechdel. I think she needed that because I think she was so suffocated by her father's idea of such an artificial family that he had in his head that he wasn't even part of. He was living such a lie. And I think it was a good place for her to step out and be like, this isn't who I am and I'm ready to live who I am. Because I think seeing her father, not necessarily in her college years before, you know, she didn't really know about her father's affair. She didn't know her father was a gay man. But I think that it just seeing all of that, not even just in college, but throughout her adulthood, seeing like her father's progression of his identity and how he had to suppress it. He wasn't allowed to be who he wanted to be. He wasn't allowed to feel how he wanted to feel. Not only because, you know, he was married, he had all this going on, but because it was a different time. And I think Bechdel got to live in this time period where she, she got to express herself and it was more widely accepted. And I think even today we are finding that it's more widely accepted, unfortunately, not by everyone. And I think that's just Yes, I agree. And the thing is, I think that she was, like you said, feeling very suffocated, not only because of the um, fakeness that she had to deal with around her family, but also because of her small town. Right. Like, everyone that she knew lived close by. Everyone knew everyone. Right. And you do start to feel kind of suffocated. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I come from a very small town. Right. And that's kind of one of the reasons that I wanted to branch out and come here. Because... You get so tired of it, and I think that she was able to break the cycle, in a sense, of her family, and I think that if she hadn't broken that cycle, if she hadn't moved on to college and moved out of that town, I think she would have ended up a lot like her father, you know, just suppressing her sexuality and her identity. And what's interesting, going back to her father, is her father's supposed suicide, or was it an accident? I think that is one of the biggest questions in the book because we don't have an answer allison doesn't have an answer she has no idea if it was an accident or if her father purposely killed himself yes but she blames herself because she's like i just came out to my family and then my father kills himself how can i not blame myself We see that this is an autobiography. It's a an autobiography of Bechdel's life, but we also can kind of see how it becomes almost a biography of her father's life because while we're getting so even though we're seeing Allison's journey to come to terms with identity, come to terms with her sexuality, we're seeing Bruce's his identity crisis, his identity journey as well. Just not as a parent as Allison's. We see bits and pieces of it. We can like make inferences to it. We can be like, oh, he's doing this because he's this. But as stated earlier, we don't know if Bruce is a gay man or if Bruce is a bisexual man. 
Um, well, you see, Reagan, I think that, you know, part a big part of her life journey is kind of incorporated with also Bruce's journey with his identity. Yes. Because, like, as stated before, if Bruce had, and she brings up this point in the book, if Bruce had come to terms with his sexuality and his identity, would she have even been born? You're absolutely correct. I think that it was important for him to not express his identity for whatever reasons he chose to not express his identity because he felt like he couldn't because he chose not to he just wanted to live maybe a normal life so to say Allison nor her siblings would have existed and I think the fact that maybe that's what he sees maybe that's what's frustrating to him or maybe not even frustrating but maybe it's he sees his daughter more so in adulthood that she gets to express himself she gets to be who she wants to be and he's like wow, I wish I could have been that. I wish I could have had the opportunities you had. And maybe that's why he was so frustrated with her and wanted her to be such an image in his head when he, she was going through childhood because he's like, this is how I feel. This is how I identify. I don't want my daughter to be like this. You know, I want her to be who she's supposed to be. I want her to fit my image and I don't want her to go off the tracks. And I think the more she grew up and the more she's like, this is who I am. I can't help it. He was like, you're right. You are who you are, and I wish I could have been the same. Yes, and maybe, I guess we could argue that he is tr pushing his identity, mm -hmm. um, or some may say, onto her, but also you can't help but think that maybe he's trying to kind of, like, save her from going the same path that he did and right. having to, like, suppress herself from society mm -hmm. and go through all of the things that he went through, like exactly. sneaking around... And Bruce, so Allison and Bruce, they have those moments during their childhood, but I think more so in adulthood, they start to connect with each other, and I think it's mostly through books. I think that books are a very general, common theme for both Bechdel and her father, because the books seemed to forge a connection between the two of them. Um, even if their relationship was mostly in a fictional sense, I think the books gave them um, a real relationship i think it gave them like the means to want to talk to each other to be civil with each other and be able to just have that common interest and just be able to yes and i think that's most evident with the use of great gatsby yes definitely that allison bechdel uses you know because we see gatsby kind of living the same life right that the Bruce same is also living fake life <clears throat> yes the whole picture perfect and then at the end, you know, it just takes a whole lot. It really does. It's a, because not even in terms of just because Allison wants to be more of a tomboy, she wants to be who she wants to be. That's not the reason I think that, well, maybe it's the reason they don't get along. We don't really know. But I think also we don't ever see them truly getting along really. I mean, they have their moments where like, this is my father, like we can get along, but... Yes, and I think when you have a difficult relationship with, you know, a parent, I think finding even the slightest bit of connection is very important to, like, just at least know that you at least have that. Like, at least she has books that she can talk to him about. At least she has the literature to connect with him. Right. And I think that that was very important for her to have because without that, she might have not have even had a relationship with him. Right. I think what's interesting as well is that Fun Home Questions of Sexuality and Identity brings up the fact that Allison uses her books to affirm her identity as a lesbian. We see her going to 
the library checking out books she buys the books because she reads up she's like this is who i am i'm gonna accept it i'm gonna like learn about it i'm gonna read about it bruce uses his books as an escape because he prefers the fiction world to his reality because he doesn't want to face his reality so there are a bunch of implications that we can make about this book. You know, some of them are factual. Some of them we have the proof that this is what happened. This is how it happened. But other things are much more up to interpretation, I think. Especially just the way, like, the graphic novels are set up. Like, you see certain things in certain scenes that may be significant to the scene. They may have, uh, they may add background to the scene. And we just don't know. You leave it up to interpretation. So if you've read the book, I mean, what do you think? How do you think all this happened? How do you think she expresses her identity? How does Bruce suppress his identity? Is it more so a theme of identity and sexuality or is it more so just a theme of family? It's up to you, really. We all interpret things differently and I think that's what makes books interesting is that sometimes we all have different ideas and we don't really know if we're right or not. Thank you so much for listening. This was the first episode of Reagan's Rumbles. Um, and have a great one.